welcome to the podcast. I happen to be called Ross. And I happen to be called Phil. And this is Ross and Phil Talk Movies. Yay! Welcome to the podcast, everyone. Um, as usual, myself and Ross will be taking a journey through the wonders of movies. Um, good and, well, quite often bad, let's be honest. Um, but today, today, Ross, is a, is a special day because today we launch our Action Movie Hall of Fame. So how are you, my friend? How is life treating you? Aside from waking up about 24 minutes ago, which is quite <laughs> fine, thank you. Uh, we've had quite a, a, it's kind of a, a rarity of, Jenny and I have had sort of a, a fairly lazy weekend, which is quite strange for us. Um, so it's, uh, yesterday continuously just felt like a Sunday. <laughs> um, so, uh, but no, but, but you know, it's really nice. It's really nice. Good. And you? Um, yes, no, I, I've now been, I've now had two pricks in me. Um, oh, nice. Same so, here. <laughs> so, um, yes, no, I'm officially double vaccinated. So today yes. I'm mostly feeling like I've been hit by a bus. Yes. I, I will say my second jab, I don't know if you've thought of this, my second jab was way less affecting than my first one. See, I like literally I just woke up this morning and I just ache from top to toe. But like I've said in uh, various social media posts, I, I don't really care. Um but no. you know, I could because ultimately, I'd rather be vaccinated and safe than be yes. not. So, feeling a little groggy today is a small price to pay for. You know, what we know is a you know, a, a, a not nice alternative. But anyway, it's a big week, Ross. As as this podcast goes out, cinemas will officially be open once again. So, can I just start off by saying one sleep until singing in the rain with Jenny? Ah, oh, that's a nice first <laughs> film to go back. My first film is going to be Saw. <laughs> it's like oh, well, you see, I, no, I, I'm hoping to see it's Spiral, isn't it? And, yeah, it's uh, Spiral from the also, Book of Saw. And those who wish me dead or something. I, I'm hoping to see both of those this week. If you know, what? if everything works out, you know. Interestingly, Cineworld have dropped their prices. Ooh. Their unlimited card now is down to like fifteen ninety nine for my local cinema. So that's interesting. Also, um, I don't know if this is happening near you, but Total Recall is out this week. Ah, uh, it's, it's the anniversary. Yeah, I mean, uh, amazingly, my cinema is not showing Total Recall this week. Um, oh. But again, I'm not going to sit here and bitch and moan because ultimately, I'm just freaking happy to have yeah. a cinema I believe back it's, open. By the way, I believe it's View as well. I don't, I don't know if it's every chain. View are doing it. But uh, yeah, no, I'm just happy that like you know it's back open and yeah. Like we have an actual cinema, um, and okay, admittedly for the at least for the short term, it's going to be full of stuff I've probably already seen. So you know, um, yes. but you know things like um, Nobody is coming out. You've got like Tom and Jerry, uh, Spiral, Peter Rabbit. So you know they're, they're they're starting strong with with what is a a pretty solid list of films that most people probably haven't seen. Um, yes, I, you know I. I I still think, I still would like to see, and this is just me, I'd still like to see some time each week, even if it's one screen just dedicated to a classic movie or two. Because I really enjoyed that. I really enjoyed seeing Rocky. and Well, and, and I believe, well, I mean, along with Total Recall, I believe that, that is still somewhat the case. I, I don't know how, uh, how long for, but uh, that is still in some situations, certainly Total Recall, um, and I think there are others. So so Total. Total Recall was one of the first movies my parents ever took me to see in the big screen. See, I've, see, I've never seen it in the cinema. 
Ah, interesting. Yeah, no, it's one of the first. Super excited. It's one of the first films. That, it was the first eighteen rated because it's eighteen, isn't it? Total Recall. I think yeah, it's eighteen. Very, very much. Or was yeah. eighteen? Um, it is. Well, yeah, but now it's a fifteen probably because they've done that. Um, but it was the first eighteen rated film that I was ever snuck into because I think I was like sixteen at the time or fifteen. Mm. So, so like it always holds a special, uh, a special kind of place in my heart. What was the first film you ever saw at the cinema, Ross? It must have been Star Wars. I mean, Star Wars is the first one I remember for sure with Dad, uh, with the red carpet open. Yeah, not red carpet, sorry, red curtains opening up, and uh, and it felt like the Star Destroyer was flying in behind me. If I saw anything before that, I'm not aware of it. But it would have been Star Wars for sure, and Greece because Greece came afterwards, right? Sure. Yeah. So oh, and also Superman, Superman, the movie, Superman the movie, of course. As well. Those are um, the ones that I, if I saw anything in between, I'm not aware. Oh, and. Uh, Spider-Man The Dragon's Challenge, which was the TV movie, the Spider-Man movie. Um, wow, again, your dad took you to some it. awesome films. Mum to me, mum to me. I actually met Spider-Man. I still have Spider-Man's autograph. I'm very excited. <laughs> uh, for real. I have a bright Odie when the Odeon still had, when the bright Odeon still had that insane escalator outside the building, which in the rain, you could see sparks coming off. Of it. <laughs> oh, my God. Fire. That was like one of my favourites. <laughs> like, until they fucked it up. It yeah. had that massive screen as well, like the biggest screen in Sussex. It was. Was it screen two? I think screen two was like, I mean, it might have even been the biggest one in England or something. Yeah. And it, it was, was, it had just, a proper, it was southern England or something. It was yeah. It, I mean, it wasn't like IMAX level, but it was outside of an IMAX. It was like the biggest normal, and it was ginormous. It was massive. Like, fuck, people That's when we saw Dawn of the massive. Dead. Was that the when we saw it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, we saw wow. it the Odeon on the big, 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 big fuck off screen. I remember seeing the I remember seeing the Odeon. I didn't remember it being that screen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was it was one of the last films that I think we saw on there before they they yeah. they split it into like two cinemas. Mm. Um, but yeah, so so like like yeah. I mean, my first film will be Spiral the Book of Saw, which isn't getting the best reviews. But frankly, I just I'm don't looking for I'm, look, I'm looking forward to it. I think it looks like a lot of fun. Um, on the subject of a lot of fun, and I know it's getting slightly off base. But you, uh, you, you, you told me to hit up the trailer for um, uh, the, the final page, the forever page, forever, forever page. Yeah, that looks like I a bundle of batshit mental, doesn't it? I was well. The thing about it was, I look. I'm aware they were making another purge film, like that was going to happen, but I didn't know the details until that trailer launched. And again, I would normally not watch trailers overall. That trailer has me super hyped. Yeah, like no, no, I like, was. And I believe that film will probably or be well live up to that trailer in, in terms of what those purge films are, you know? Yeah. I mean, it doesn't that's, have to do much. Sort of... If you could just deliver no. what's in the trailer over a 95-minute runtime. Absolutely. I don't really care much more about that. Yeah, I'm, I'm completely with you. Um, yeah, oh, no, God. Do you know what the worst thing about going back to cinema is, though? Like, if they start mm. running those those um, Phil adverts at Cineworld, <laughs> I might burn well, it down. No, more, more than more than that, if they dare run the intermission is over again. Oh no. If they run that, if they run that advert again, that I, I will for real make it a complaint. Like, like for real, I will go out and I'll make a complaint. The intermission is over. The intermission don't, don't that you this. caused. <laughs> don't do well, don't and don't don't do this to us again. No, but even but even the, the psychological for real, people make those as funny stress of seeing that advert every day in the week before we knew we knew they were all closing down again yeah like stop stop showing that stop the, it what before you, you were literally going to make your entire it was for real redundant <laughs> yeah it was for real properly up like it sounds trivial it wasn't trivial it wasn't trivial 
Yeah. Sorry. <laughs> no, no, no I'm, I'm absolutely with you on that. So look, let's let's um let's kick off with what we do every single episode, um, and start with the last couple of films that we watched. So Ross, what was the the last film you watched? So old. I said the most recent, recent old. Oh, I don't so know. Basically, the old <coughs> film and the new film. I never know how to how to put it, but there's an That's old film enough. and a new film. Yeah. What was the old film or the new now, film? I, think I don't know. In terms of old, well, there's two levels of old here. We have really old, like the, my age, even 1974, and we have a film from five years ago. Uh, both both watched yesterday. And I, I won't go into watching this old either, but they're both excellent <laughs> for their own reasons. Uh, the first one is The Yakuza in 1974, Ooh. or released in 75, I think, uh, which Jenny watched with me, which is a superb Sidney Pollack film. <clears throat> Story Robert Mitchell, we go to Japan, uh, goes to Tokyo Ken. Uh, it's also got James Shigeta from Die Hard, who plays Takagi, and a bunch of other people in it, obviously. And it's a proper slow burn sort of detective thriller, what they were mm. saying it. Um, and and it's, it's just beautifully done. Like, the culture clash of it all is really great. And the, the action, it's very sporadic action. It doesn't happen that often. But the, the action is super tight. And the final showdown, which is Mitchell with a shotgun and Takiko Ken with a samurai sword work, Katana, going into the final, like the fight, you know, the boss's lair, yeah. is truly excellent. Like really spectacular. And very, um, <clears throat> very unflashy. Like super nice. unflashy. Definitely worth it. If you haven't seen it, I, I'd seen it about 20 years ago and I don't think I appreciated it. As much I genuinely don't think I've seen it. It's truly, yeah, it's like on the Criterion Collection Blu-ray. It is absolutely worth it. Um, also, just as a brief point, on the Blu-ray is a vintage featurette. And it's oh, nice. terrific. Like really, really excited to see Sidney Pollack directing. And everything. Much more interesting than you might even think, sort of thing. Um, and then the old, the old, the other old film, which is only five years old. I watched it just before bed last night. And the only reason why I'm bringing it up, I wouldn't normally do the two necessarily. I mean, I might. <laughs> I might. Yeah. No, but, it's such a, this is, but this is really genuinely a film that I think like nobody, like not enough people have seen. And it's really great. And at first sight, it doesn't look great. It's Super Bob. Oh, so I saw you post about this online. It's, and it's I can't really great. can't say that I've ever actually even heard of Super Bob. And, and the, this is the thing, so it's only five years, five and a half years old. Now, Brett Goldstein, for anyone who hasn't seen Ted Lasso, he's one of the creative minds behind Ted Lasso. And and I love Ted Lasso, like, massively. Um, this film, because what it looks like is like a goofy version of a superhero film, Super Bob, like it sounds like Super Ted or Banana Man, or you know what I mean? Like, it yeah. sounds like it's, tri- it sounds trivial, and it's not a trivial film. It is a film that's more about dating than being a superhero. Um, it, but is it is like you you will not fail to have your heart warmed. It is absolutely really a, a great movie to watch. It's absolutely eight out of ten. And again, hardly anyone seems. Yeah, no, I, I mean, I I hundred percent haven't. It's on Prime. It's on Prime, and it is it is a truly lovely movie. And, and I, I'm not even doing it justice. It's oh. a truly lovely movie. Okay, I mean, I, I I'm intrigued. I mean, I still have um, I I still have the that fucking mile high thing. Um, <laughs> I just can't bring myself to watch it at the moment. Like every day, I'm like, I should. No, I'm gonna watch something else. Um, so two, I'm oh, doing yeah. two as well actually because I I need to talk about one, um, because it's part of a thing. Um, and then the second one is the actual last one I watched. So the one I want to talk about first okay. is um, we have started watching the old. Well, we started watching the Bond films from the start. 
of course, yes, yes. <laughs> um, so we watched Doctor No, um, and that was great. Yeah. Um, I watched this. Obviously, we just watched the second one this week, so we watched from from, from mm-hmm. Russia with Love. Two yeah. things about From Russia with Love. One, mm-hmm. I don't know if I've actually ever seen it, which surprised me because I thought I had. Do, do you not? Do you not remember the fight? If you, yes, I mean, no, if you don't remember it. the fight, then I've seen the fight, right? Right. But yeah. I don't remember any of the other film. And it could have been that I watched it when I was ten or eight or, or whatever, of right? Potentially. Um, but I just don't have any actual memory of the film. The second thing about From Russia With Love is it's probably the, the, the most sexist and morally grey of all the Bond films. <laughs> he literally at one point slaps her on the butt and basically says, be a good girl. <laughs> and you're just like, oh. <laughs> it's It's like... It's certainly, I mean, even more so than Dr. No, it certainly walks a, uh, it doesn't even walk a fine line. And you definitely no, have to be able to put just, all of that sexist. shit. Yeah. yeah. And you, without trivialising it, you do have to be able to put all of that shit yeah. aside. Because if you put that aside, that mm. is a fucking good Cold War thriller. I think it is probably the best short Everyone talks about golfing, which I do enjoy a huge amount. I think from Russia with Love is probably the best one. Like, yeah. The, the best. Because he's like, he strives Bond and all of that. Stuff. Yeah, it's surprisingly good. I mean, don't get me wrong. Um, you know, he does karate chops in that film that would make Roger Moore wince and go, oh, they are a bit weak. Yeah. Um, Sean. But um, that fight is very, but, but also Robert Shaw is fucking amazing. Isn't it? That like, fight. Robert Shaw is amazing. The fight is fantastic. That fight is genuinely fantastic. Um, so yeah. that was that was one. And then the other one, on the subject of good fights in films, um, mm. I watched, uh, it was a double bill night, and I won't talk about one of them because I've talked about it far too much, um, other than to say I watched um, Lock, Stock and Two Smoking Barrels and then followed it up with They Live. Oh, excellent. That's a really interesting double, like, interesting double pack. It, it was like, uh, I, I was flicking through, like, I literally, I was just flicking through fucking endless Netflix and Primes to find something. And I, They Live was on my watch list. And I was like, actually, I'm quite in the mood for this. I'm trying to, try, to convince Jenny to watch it. Oh, my God. It's to, so yeah. good. It's genuinely so good. Yeah. And, like, like, you forget how good... Roddy Piper is in that film. He's playing in it. Like, it's a really interesting um, uh, performance. It's not... I don't know what people might think about him, you know. But it's a really interesting performance. Yeah, and obviously, I mean, you know, as much as I love the film, it has that fight. And it also has my favourite line in a film yeah. ever, which is, yeah, I've come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass and I'm all out of bubblegum. Mm. Amazing. Yeah. Like if I ever, if I ever, you know, if I ever lose my shit and go proper postal in this world, I will say that before right. I do whatever I do. Um, and then they'll say, then they'll blame they live on my killing spree. Um, and they yeah. live will be, live on in infamy like Child's Play 3. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm, maybe I should. Anyway. Um, um, that aside. <laughs> but uh, it, it's a genuinely great, like 95 minute or 90 minute kind of, sci-fi actioner um which would be about 75 minutes if it wasn't for the most obscenely ridiculous fight scene in the middle which is still an utter highlight um and yeah so i i, I love they live it's brilliant and uh if you haven't seen it you should it's on netflix at the moment in the uk so how about your new new film that you've seen ross so the new new <laughs> i tr- oh, fucking hell. there were two but i got 20 minutes in and stopped um <laughs> 
just so sure because I, I was really under pressure to watch a new film for today. It's not yeah. under pressure, but I really, I want to make sure I see a new film. Yeah. Um, and the two that I watched and stopped twenty minutes in was Oxygen, the Alejandro. I really Ayatollah want to film. see that. I've heard some amazing now, stuff about it. Now, now I will carry on watching it, but I just, you know, when your brain is that, I'm in the mood. Yeah. No. I'm no. no absolutely. The first, yeah. the first fifteen minutes is Melanie Laurent screaming, and I was like, that's what, for, understandably given the situation. Yeah. It's too much. My brain wasn't ready for it. It's by the way, not that it matters for film is in French, just as you're aware. So yeah, you yeah, do yeah. need so, to fully concentrate. Yeah, yeah. And my brain, I just wasn't so that's no diss on the film. I'm hoping my review because my review's five, because it was just maybe I love I love I love Ayaz movies overall. So I'm sure it's great and I will watch it. What I stopped a bit longer, 25, 30 minutes into was Love of Monsters. Oh, I love Love of Monsters. Hour. Right. So here's the thing: it's not that I don't like it. But by half an hour in, I was like, I know how this film finishes, and I don't. I will, again, it's because it's in my continue watching, I will finish it. But I just wanted to watch a film that I, I, I was into. Do you know what I'm getting yeah. at? I'm like, Love and Monsters like, is really good, man. Know. I really enjoyed it. It's, it's great fun. I got fun. to the point with, you know, the giant frog monster thing. That was <laughs> like, like it's, but again, this is not necessarily a diss on the film. This was my brain going, ah, you've seen it. it yeah, it's yeah, right. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I, don't, I, I, I can't explain it any better than that. So there are two, and I will only mention one very briefly, just because it's brand new, but then we'll talk about one, which you, I think you've already seen anyway. The first one is Initiation, the, the sort of slasher movie. Oh, no, and no, no. I'll just touch on it briefly. What's that? I've not seen it. I've not heard of it. Initi- oh, okay. oh, no, I have no, heard no, of it's, it. No it's, the other, it's the, no, it's the other one. It's the other one you'll have seen. I'm sure. Anyway, but the Initiation, it, the problem with Initiation is that Scream exists. Like, Initiation is a well-made well-acted slasher movie with, uh, you've got um, Yancey Butler and uh, Lachlan Monroe, I'm a big fan of both those guys, who are, who are great in it. The kids were great. It's very social media-y in a way that could <laughs> be irritating, but it, but it isn't. But it, it, it's a bit like, okay, so we, did I tell you what I saw Without Remorse? Uh, without Remorse. Yes. With, I don't know if I did. Without Remorse and Initiation both suffer from, they both could just be pulled by the numbers. Yeah, and yeah, like, yeah there's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with that. But like, like if if you watch Initiation, you'll probably think, yeah, it's fine. Like the mask is really good. The actual character design is yeah. Really cool. I'm gonna put it on my list to watch. That's actually. right. It looks alright. It's definitely and it's ninety minutes. You'll, oh, like cool. I, I watched it going, yep, yep. You're no, selling it to me. Up. To be fair, Ross. <laughs> well, uh, you know, but I, again, I'm not dissing it. I'm just yeah. Anyway, so the one I'll, let's talk about a little bit more or you may not want to, is The Mitchells versus The Machines. I love it. Which I, love, love, yes. love, love, love it. So here's my thing. I, I like it a lot. Jenny and I were both just a bit, in places, overwhelmed by it. There, there are certain times when everything is happening so quickly, with, like the Lego movie, because similar production, you know, similar production. Yeah. Sometimes there are so many things happening on screen at the same time. And the, I don't know about you, the volume of my TV seems to keep changing massively, like like massively. I would actually prefer to see this film in the cinema. I would really, if it comes out in the cinema, which I'm hoping it will. Yeah. I would prefer. I would prefer. I would quite happily go and see it. Oh my! Like for me, if I don't like it. Yeah, yeah. it's my film of really year so like, far, but only because I mean, I, I mean, only because we're in May and right. much come out. But I still, could, I could, it's, I could see, I could see it certainly being in my top ten, if not honourable mentions. Just in terms, of, it's a really, really well made film, and it's really funny, and it, I found it really touching as well. Like I really liked it, 
there were just a few moments where I was kind of going, just come on. Like, you know, when things would pop out of the screen, like, yeah. there would be like, there was a lot of YouTubing in it, which I totally get. But my brain was a little bit like, could you just make things last a second, not nine frames? Could you just do that. Just And it wasn't very often. It was like a handful of times through the movie. And yeah. I was just it's, a little bit like, I'm not, I'm not on Ritalin. Can you just it is literally the, it down a little bit? It's the movie equivalent of eating all the pick and mix. Yeah, I agree. Or like sh- sugary, very sugary cereal. Yeah, and, or do, and, and then again, doing a line of si- line of sugar before you then go in and oh, see it. Right. Yeah. For real. I, no, and, I, and look, again, I don't disagree. Not this, I really, I really like it, and I think I'd like to see it again, <laughs> like prepared for that. If that makes yeah. sense, because then I think I'd like it more. No, I that's cool. What I do what what I loved about, like unequivocally loved about it. I thought the cast were all amazing. Yeah. Um. The the actual style. Of it, the way it's made is amazing. Like I make like a be- like beautiful, like all of it, even the bits that maybe kind of you know recoil a bit. I, I appreciate the technical and creative aspects of it, and I loved like the heart of it. I thought that, yeah. that was all. Like like my favorite bits were sincerely. I don't know how it's made. I'm feeling old almost. Were in the quieter moments. That's <laughs> the stuff. I when, when there was like a thousand things. I, I, like I love the Furby bit. I thought that bit was brilliant. Yeah, I mean, the, the Furby, Furby bit was great. Talking to each other, we 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 must have our vengeance. All of that was brilliant. Like that was really great. So yeah, I re- I I really liked it. I can't say I loved it yet. I do want to see it again. And yeah, let's let's leave it there. Um, like I, I, I yeah. I mean I. I, I Get what I get, why you do, and and I I think I will at some point. Yeah. If that makes sense. The first it's two just, three was just overwhelming for me. It was just so unexpected because I just didn't expect it to be as yeah. good as it was. Um, just as a quick side yeah, note fair. on um the whole Lego thing, right? Have you mm. watched Brick? Have you watched Lego Masters? No. With Will Arnett. Mate. No, I don't know what it is. It's basically a show. It's like you know, like uh, like the Bake Off. But with people building yes. Lego stuff. What? And Will Arnett hosts it and he's fucking hysterical. Oh, I'm gonna fight. Is it on net? Where is, it's on, on um it's on more four. So it's on channel four. It's streaming at the oh, moment on so, channel so four. It's so on four OD, I can Yeah, yeah, I'll find it four OD. Um, oh, I, I listen, I've been building Lego left, right, and centre, so I will be I just built the sixties, the classic sixties TV show Batman Batman Bill. Yes, I've I've put that on my list for my birthday open, this year. Honestly, honestly, it's wonderful. Yeah, no, it I, I, very, I need to, it's in three hours and it was just the best. I saw it, best, uh, I best. saw it in the Lego shop and I was like, I, I yeah. need that in my life. Um, it's definitely worth it. Definitely worth it. So, yeah, no, it's just it basically Will Arnett taking the piss out of people, like doing mm-hmm. the I'm arrogant and I'm a big film star thing. Yeah. Um, and I've not been a huge Will Arnett fan previously, but I have well, to say, he's yeah, and, he's he ba- and he's Batman, isn't he? He's yeah. And, He's so good in this hosting it, and obviously oh, then it's oh, cool. just like a competition show. But like some of the Lego right, builds yeah. they do are just off the fucking chart. Oh, I believe you. No, I'm I'm super. I have no idea about it. <laughs> I think I there's like three fun- seasons in America. I think like this is like like the first season, but I think there's like two other seasons. Amazing. I'll um, yeah. I'll be and just on that and just on that like to connect this a little bit. We've been catching up on. I didn't know there were two whole seasons of Nailed It that I hadn't seen. They've come oh, out of yeah. nowhere. There's like two seasons. They're yeah, they're on the double. What's it called? Double, double dip, double something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Double, team, yeah. Double, double trouble or something. It's they're still good fun. Amazing. Nicole like, Byers is amazing. Awesome. It's fucking amazing. Like, it's well, we just watched the Queer Eye version. It was, it was a very. If only do one challenge. Yeah, Queer Eye challenge. It was absolutely brilliant. Like brilliant. Yeah. Loved it. It's so good. So, um, so yeah, the film huge. I saw most recently yes. was The Woman in the Window. I was wondering if it's worth. 
bit no. of sort of getting tight. No. So no. imagine, imagine, <laughs> imagine no. the rear window mm-hmm. yes. with an amazing cast. Like, I was going to say the cast is the attractive <laughs> part of that. And then imagine that most of those casts are on screen for about a minute. Um, and most of the film is just, and Amy Adams, is, Amy Adams makes a bad film good. Like she's one of those actresses that no matter how okay, shit the it, film is, I think she's great. Yeah. Um, even oh, dude, she's it's got, it's got it's got Wyatt Russell in it. Yeah, it has, yeah, Wyatt yeah. Um, but oh, it's just it's so crushingly average. You'll see at least one of the twists coming a gazillion miles off, if not yeah. more of them. Yeah. Um, you'll be like. And, and you'll you'll find yourself halfway through just the fact you, you you've picked your phone up and you're like oh someone messaged me and then you're like oh yeah, yeah. I'm still watching this aren't I it's it's it's, it's not yeah. bad by any stretch it's no. it's the most nineties yeah. do you remember like like the beginning of the like maybe like ninety five ninety six there was like it was peak star led flashy thrillers like like well, like like the stuff I was going remember the other week I was telling you I've yeah. literally got this jag of like very late 80s into like 92 93 yeah not not erotic not exactly erotic thrillers but like relationship thrillers whatever you want yeah. to call them I mean it is exactly if it came out in the 90s it's that right it's that. Um, I mean maybe so, I'll like it because I want that jag you know maybe, maybe like, you will um yeah. I was a uh yeah touch such disappointed in it, I have to say. Um, well, I wasn't actually. The to be cost, fair, I've got to say the cast makes me. The cost does make me like. Oh, it should be worth checking out. Yeah, yeah I mean, it, it okay. worth checking out, but it's not terrible because it it genuinely mm. isn't. It's it's also yeah. not very good, um, and yeah. that's kind of for me like probably the bigger issue here is it's just not very good. Right, let's get on to the meat and bones of this episode. We are going to open up for the first time ever the. Action Movie Hall of Fame. Obviously, we have an action person Hall of Fame that for, for the last three years, myself and Ross have been adding to. Um, so I thought it was probably about time that we, we did the movie equivalent of that. So, and because this is like, this was the third year we've done the Action Hall of Fame, I figured it was probably time that we went back and um, did three movies each. So one for each year that we've had the Action Hall of Fame. Um, so Wait, a, a, mo- a movie or a per- movie we've done the people so it's it's three oh I see fuck I we've done the people Ross we've done three years of the people this was the action movie hall of fame okay I might have to think about this for about 12 seconds <laughs> okay, okay, uh, I've got it. I've got it. It's all fine. <laughs> you give, a, you give fine. a man a clear brief, and he still manages stuff. I don't really so. remember it being. <laughs> so anyway, so we we've done the action person Hall of Fame, and we've done three, and we've got some great people there from Tom Cruise or Sylvester Sloan, Jeff Amada. We've got um, Lauren Jane. Yeah, it's a it's a good Hall of Fame, but we need a movie Hall of Fame, Ross. And each year it's we will done. now nominate. Tell me, tell me about. Tell me about four seconds yeah each each year we'll, we will nominate one film each to go into the hall of fame um but this year we'll start with three just to catch us up so look we won't labor the points too much because i'm guessing most of these films will be relatively clear but we'll give you the movie give you a little bit of why we like it um the other person can obviously disagree although i doubt if you will from my perspective anyway um and then you know, each year we'll we'll keep on adding, and, and we'll get the definitive list of action movies. Ross, my friend, um, I will let you give me your first 
entry to our action movie Hall of Fame? I mean, I would be remiss if I didn't just say Commando. I, I mean, if 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 I wasn't expecting that, can you imagine? I'd be lying. Can you imagine if I didn't? Can you imagine if I didn't say it for all three? You'd be like, wait, hang on, what? Wait, I'd be like, wait, oh, what? what's Hello. happening? I don't understand. What, 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 where's <laughs> Ross? Ross, on, Ross, though. Ross, come on, come in, Ross, come in. Are you okay? I have to call Jenny and say, I think Ross is ill. He's, he didn't put command on the Ross. No, you, no, you get someone going, hey, it's a Ross, get out of the room. Quickly, it's a decoy. Quick, it's set to explode. Commando. Why is Commando going in the Hall of Fame, Ross, other than the fact you haven't stopped talking about it for 30 years? Since I was 11. Um, <laughs> look, on a personal level, we all know it's like one of the three films I saw that same day when I was 11 uh, that made me want to make movies. Um, it is, but it is. Like Commando is the apex predator of action films, certainly in the West, because it's it not only is is the action and everything in it just terrific and and it looks great and it's goofy and all you know all of those things like it's heightened and it's ridiculous and it's wonderful and all all that shit. Not only is Arnold, dare I say, the apex predator of action heroes at that point and maybe certainly up for like the next ten years, him and Stallone are like head to head really. For, you know, there's other pretenders coming in like that. Dam, etc. Or I should say challengers rather than pretenders. Um, but everything, like from, from the montage where he gears up to the incredible <laughs> score by James Horner, which was improvised, to all of the villains, Bill Duke, Vernon Wells. Oh, Bill Duke. Yeah, Dan Hadei is insane. Dan Hadei, like, who for years I and, thought was. Yes, was, was Cuban or something. Or was Cuban. Or something. And I then, don't know what then he realised when, when, when you hear an actual Cuban yeah. accent, he couldn't be any further from Cuban if you tried. Again, I know we've thought... I know we've touched this before, but I remember seeing 48 hours, like, I don't know, two weeks later, going, that guy does an amazing American. <laughs> such, such an idiot. Also, the fact that, that so many movies, let alone my own ones, have absolutely modelled themselves on Commando, Man on a Mission movies, which there were yeah. missions, uh, films like that before, but it has become the one to turn to. But also, Commando is 100% entertainment including every single point that we know is nonsense or bad yes. or mistakes or gaps or goofs. It doesn't, literally, they make the film better. Yeah. Um, it runs like a roller coaster. Like the, I, I've, I've seen it in the cinema now several times because of the Prince Charles doing a wonderful job. And every time I've seen it, and I've seen it, I don't know, comfortably 150 times, probably more. <laughs> for real, like, for this real. Week. Like, there was some, there was some, <laughs> yeah, there was some as a kid where I watched it every day, like yeah. every day. So not 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 joking. <laughs> so it's, so it's just it's just it's it's perfect, pure action, right? It yeah, is a exactly. pure from the start. I mean, the film literally opens with him carrying a tree. With him carrying a tree, his daughter gets kidnapped. There's like you get the next action scene, then the next action scene, then the next mm -hmm. action scene, and the next action, and it just doesn't stop until the end. It's the most. If you made that movie today, it would cost like three hundred million dollars, and you it, still it would cost, wouldn't yeah, it would get the charm of it. And it wouldn't look real; like it still <laughs> no. wouldn't look real. Whereas, if you take the stunt alone in the Galleria, where he swings, I know it's this double, but it's an amazing double. Oh, who God, swings yeah. across the mall on that balloon and lands on that lift as it's going down. Also, <laughs> I mean, that's just an incredible stunt, let alone everything else. And even things like David Patrick Kelly being the best piece of shit of all time. Yes. Like, Sully is just the best piece of shit of all time. Even Mate, just you, you said you'd kill me less. Yeah, yeah, exactly. I lied. I lied. <laughs> like, although... And I, even the fight... Sorry, Dom. No, no, I, I was going to say, although I have told you, like, 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 I don't know why my pitch for this sequel hasn't been made, that he didn't yes, actually die. 
No, I don't. And he's, he comes back as, as the bad guy and, and Matrix gets kidnapped and Jenny's new husband, who happens to be The Rock. Yes, exactly. Has to, has to go and rescue Matrix and then they team yeah. up to take Sully down once and for all. Of course. Absolutely perfect. I mean... Works, works perfectly. Does that just literally even, not sound like the best movie ever? <laughs> it does. But even things like in the fight scene with Bill Duke in the hotel, the motel, I should say, where they smash into the next door's room. Oh, that's brilliant. There's a couple having sex, but Ava Cadell, but the actress, is behind the actor. Like, he, she's behind the man. Oh, I've sex. never caught that. It's unreal. <laughs> the whole film is absolutely... I've never caught that. The film is amazing. It's am- the fact that Arnold can tear a car seat out without having to unscrew it or whatever. The fact that he can tear a phone booth out of the front. It's great. <laughs> it's just, it's, it, um, is, it is on every level perfect. Yeah. A, a <laughs> worthy... A worthy addition to the Hall of Fame. So my first one is a film that I hold close to my heart. It is, without a doubt, one of my favourite action films of all time. But also, it's just about as perfect as a movie you can get. Um, And it stars Keanu Reeves, and it stars Patrick Swayze, and it is, of Uh course, Point Break. You sure you wait? Wait, you sure you don't want to do the remake instead? You sure? Uh, It was it was tough. I had to pick the remake. Was like no. I mean, and never before has a remake missed the point of a film so epically. In, so entire, so entirely. <laughs> like, so, like, 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 talk about missing the mark. Like, like, if, like if, it's like me trying to play darts. It's like me trying to play darts. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's like, like a blind man, blind you trying to play well, darts, right? Me. <laughs> me. Yeah. What? It's literally the, the most tone deaf remake. Like, it, it goes, oh man, it's all about extreme sports and, and bank robbery. And, as a and film. that's it. But even as a film, like, even forgetting it's a remake, just as its own movie, it's, I mean, again, I got, I don't think I got 40 minutes into it. Just on its own merit, you know, like, just but it's an yeah, action film. And it doesn't get any better. Um, it, however, the, the, sequ- uh, the sequel, to, sorry, the, uh, the original is just perfect. It's mm, like, it is a perfect film. It is like, the journey that the character of Utah goes on, the the like how much you you kind of relate to Patrick Swayze in that film and kind of what he's trying to do, the the blurred lines, the fact it has like the Red Hot Chili Peppers in a great barking mad cameo, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. like, but also like, that that chase that chase through the gardens is amazing. Oh, it's so good, it's amazing, and like you then look at like TV shows like The Shield, right? The yeah. Shield was basically making Point Break like the, the TV show in, in its format. The style of The Shield, it, it feels like that kind of evolution of, of Point Break, like that kind of handheld and kind of really kind of, and it just feels really was, naturalistic. It's just... I was also going to say, even like in terms of some of its influences, certainly in terms of style, remember Narc, the Joe Carnahan film? Yep. Yeah, yeah, Which totally. opens on that incredible, incredible chase scene. Which feels very point break, and I'm not not taking anything away from that. I'm just saying, like, no, no, that feels very point and then, break. And then, of course, you add in all the extreme sports stuff, the surfing, which which probably for the first <clears throat> time ever felt relatively real in a movie. Like yeah. you add in like the the nutty jumping out of plane stuff that they do, and it, and, they, and then yeah. you think that this was. And this was in an era where women just didn't direct action films, and it's directed right. and by. Sh- Catherine Bigelow. It's produced by, or exec produced by James Cameron. And you kind of feel his influence in the film as well. Like kind of like, you know, if you have told me this has been a James Cameron 90s movie, you'd go, yeah, I get that, right? It's got kind of got (laughs) when Cameron made good films. 
uh, or made films. Also, um, go Boosie, Boosie, oh, Utah, Boosie. get me two. I'm by the way, I'm actually getting that as a tattoo. I, I get it. I think it's the way that I don't know what it is. That phrase has become more and more imprinted on my brain, and I can't explain why. It just there's no. It's not really even. Um, it's barely. A, it's not really even like a joke in the movie. Do you know what I mean? No. It's just a light. It's just a line. He just he shouts it out. Utah, get me two. Utah, get me and two. It's really important. It's become more and more. And of course, for no reason I can think of, it's become imprinted on my brain. Yeah, and of course, then you get get to the iconic masks and everything else. It mm-hmm. is just mm-hmm. a brilliant film. There is literally, yeah. like, it's literally a film I could watch almost. Any point, and it's not Commando. It's the kind no, of the polar no. opposite of Commando. It's a po- I agree. It's it's completely different. It's in a different class, and it's in a different class from most films. One of the things about it too is, and I, I know it might be a bit cod to say this, the philosophy in it. Yeah, is really interesting. Whether you agree with the like, whether you agree with the the different perspectives, but the fact that it's in there, <laughs> like just and, the fact that there are beliefs kind of fueling these people. Do you know what I mean? Someone- like that's really interesting. And if someone wanted to argue with me that it's not an action film, I'd probably go, do you know what? I I could get an argument why I why you could not consider it to be an action film. It's just a film with I action in it and there's a difference. I, I was going to say, I wouldn't, again, I wouldn't even argue against that, <laughs> except for obviously it's a cops and robbers movie of to a degree and there are action scenes in it. it, it it's, yeah, I, I, I mean, I would call it an action film overall, but I can see why some people wouldn't necessarily call it that. You could call it a crime drama. And a lot of you people it, didn't, because you know, calling it an action yeah. film, like like a lot of critics liked it's it. Because, yeah, because it wasn't, a, oh, it's not just an action film. Fuck it. I think it's a great action film. So anyway, my, my first nomination is Point Break. Number two, Ross. Very worthy. Um, my number two <laughs> is, <laughs> I'm worried that you might have picked this. Go on. Um, but it's Cannibal Run. Oh, no. It's, it's, wow. I didn't, and, and when you think, I it is an action. It is no, an action. It's a hundred percent an action movie. Brilliant choice, Ross. Brilliant yeah. choice. <laughs> we barely need to explain why. We, we. Um, I mean, I mean, just like, amazing. If you want, like, the best cast movie for its era, like, not yeah. the best cast movie of all time for sure, but like, but star, star studded. Yeah. If you, so, if you think of the Great Escape as the best cast movie of the sixties. But if you think of the great escape as the greatest cast, probably actually to be fair, um, I reckon uh, 63, believe it or not. Um, oh, it okay. was, I think the great escape is probably the best cast yeah, movie yeah. ever. But for its decade, the cannibal run was the best cast movie of that decade. I mean, that film, uh, is... I was thinking, I was thinking, just sorry, I was thinking 1960 was Magnificent Seven. Yes, that's yeah. what. Because to me, um, to me, they're sort of synonymous with cast, you know. And and it's it's just it is just a brilliant movie. Yet it's also a terrible movie by every stretch of every measure. <laughs> well, it's, it's cheeseball, isn't it? But it's but it's fucking funny. It's really fucking funny. The action throughout is I mean, it's how we need them for God's sake. So it's just extraordinary like the chases the fight stuff when we get it at the end is terrific <laughs> and and fun and there's there's a lightness to the action yeah which i don't think people can do these days i think there's a lightness to the chaos dare i say captain chaos there's a lightness to the fights and the and it's almost like a caper if that makes sense and i don't think hollywood can do that anymore 
No. I don't, there's something, there doesn't seem to be anything. Wouldn't you say, like, for real, a can, aside from who the fuck would you put in it, a Cannonball Run type movie would be so good. It's so, again, like the film we kind of need a little bit these days. Ultimately, you, know? you would put in it the cast of, it would be the cast of Ocean's Eleven, right? That would or be. Fast and Fury, or even Fast and Fury. Yeah, it, know, it's like, kind of like like the Ocean's Eleven was the Cannibal Run of its of its decade, and yeah. probably Fast and Furious Five, which I think is peak Fast and Furious. Probably, um, yes, yes. Is, is five probably and six for sure. Yeah, five and six, which are kind of the same movie, right? Yeah. Um, yeah. We, like I think Fast and Fast Five and Fast Six are probably like yeah for me they're probably the peak. Um, cannibal run of it. No, but you or absolutely even, or even or even or even Avengers, like the final. Avengers. Yeah, I mean to a point, but no, you couldn't <laughs> do yeah. any of them anymore. Um, cannibal no. one is is just yeah. brilliant, and it is it is one of my top five films of all time, and I, I'm proud to yeah. say that. And people go, really? Yeah. And I'm like, yeah, fuck yes. right. It's it's a film yeah. that I could put on any day. I, there's probably not a day where I get in the car where I'm not not when I'm driving and I'm not humming the Cannibal Run theme tune. Sure. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like when I'm on the motorway I'm with, and there's I'm no other you, car, I've got my window open. Like I will put that song on. It's brilliant. Love it. Good choice, Ross. Um, I've gone. Uh, I've gone kind of highbrow. Um, in terms of mm-hmm. action for my next one, but um, it's a film that is the greatest sequel of all time. Um, oh. simply put, there's just not a better sequel. Um, because it takes what the original did so well and elevates it so brilliantly. Now, it might not be, is it, the, is it a better film than the original? People argue this all the time, right? But as a sequel, it is the best sequel ever. And it has, again, an amazing ensemble cast. It has an amazing antagonist. It's is set it Cannibal in, Run 2? It's is it exactly Cannibal that. Run 2? It's set in space. It's directed by James Cameron at the height of oh, James Cameron. Oh, fuck yeah. How did and I not has, this? Fuck me. Jesus and it has Christ. the greatest director's cut. Fuck the Snyder cut director's cut. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the, the yeah. director's cut of this film elevated a classic film beyond. It's the best sci-fi action film. And yes, I appreciate you're going to say Star Wars, but Star Wars is not a sci-fi action film. No, this is it's, a space, it's a space opera. It's a space yeah, opera. it's a space western, really. Um, mm. It's Aliens. Yes, 100%. Just very quickly... For anyone who doesn't know, the Prince Charles Cinema is running, I don't think it's this week, it's certainly soon, they're doing at least a week or two weeks of doing a double bill of Alien and Director's Cut Aliens. Oh, oh that's... I just want to see Aliens. And they, are, oh, and they are showing them separately as well. Oh, cool. I've seen Aliens in a cinema now, I think, three times. And I don't one think time I've ever seen it in the cinema. One time it was theatrical, and the other two it was directed. Well, dude, if you want to come and see it, Prince Charles, yeah, please I'll, I'll have a look. See if I can get because up. it is unbelievable. I'll send you the dates. If yeah, cool. It um, is. Oh, it is absolutely extraordinary. It month. is. It is mind blowing. Just a beautiful film. Like yeah, and like, again, more one-liners than you can shake a stick at. Like like it's just like Bill Paxton is peak Bill Paxton in that film. Yeah, it's incredible. Isn't it? Lance Henriksen. Lars Henriksen, Sigourney Weaver, man, like like Paul, yeah. uh, Paul not Paul Rudd. <laughs> yes, Paul Reiser. Paul Reiser. Paul Reiser. That's it. Paul Rudd. It was a bad car, Ripley. It was a bad car. Uh, Michael Bean. Michael Bean. Fucking, every, every, fucking everyone. Fucking um, everyone. You know, the person who's missing. Do you know the person? The two people who are missing from Aliens. Go on. In in it would be Michael Ironside or Clancy Brown. <laughs> 
Yeah, oh fuck man, <laughs> Michael Ironside. Like somehow, somehow, yeah. they would both be amazing. By the way, that's that, if you were going back to nobody from a few weeks ago. What elevated nobody beyond being yeah. just a great film to being an epically great film was Michael Ironside. Mm. I was just like, absolutely. I saw so Michael Ironside and I was like, oh. so good to see him. And he started to look like the thing, you know, like in Reservoir Dogs when they talk about Lawrence Tierney looking like the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Michael Ironside started to look like the thing as well, like in a good in a good way. Yeah, like, no, right, awesome. So that yeah, Alien. So Ross, your last nomination for this year's Hall of Fame, please. Yes, that was a superb choice. Well, both, 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 both. <laughs> um, the uh, next my, one goes off the cliff one... somewhat in terms of quality. No, no, no. That's no. A film I <laughs> my last one is hands down, without a doubt, the best action film ever made of all time, everywhere. And I'm not talking about in the West. I'm talking about in the world. Hands down, never been beaten. It's hard boiled. Uh, it's never been nice. Beaten. Yeah, it's yeah, never yeah. been beaten ever. And I keep reading. I've had the Blu-ray for a while. I need to watch it again. It's just there's that forty-minute take at the end with the well, not take like sequence at the end of it in the hospital shootout, the, the tea house shootout. The act. I mean, there's so many action scenes. I can't even. It's John Woo's best film. He what tried a mile. To, by a mile, like 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 Gary and Fat is incredible. I mean, they're all incredible in it. <laughs> the physicality, the action, the brutality of it, the the balletic action, like it does that brilliant combination of balletic and violent, which like not like most things that combine that don't do it as well. Like a lot of people talk about the Killer, which is a great movie. It's a great movie, but hard boiled in terms, if nothing else, in terms of the action, is just you haven't seen anything like it. People who watch films like, I mean, look, kudos to Gareth for like The Raid and all those movies. They're great movies. They're really entertaining. And they are the closest thing we're getting today to that kind of level. But nothing, still nothing, beats Hardboard. What was that, 92? Like, uh, nothing yeah. else has, nothing else, yeah, 92. Nothing else has touched it? No. Touched it. Nothing's come close. Oh, it's brilliant. It's, 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 it's a roller coaster. You can't. Yeah, it, it will leave you breathless at the end. It will leave you out of breath at the end. I I flip flopped with like um a couple of um like so many films. Hardboiled was definitely on my shortlist. I'm so glad you picked yeah, it because it is yeah a genuinely brilliant film. Uh, it like if you want a film that is just the epitome of an action movie, what an action movie should be. A it director is peak. Yes, yes, absolutely. High to his powers. The, cam- the way the camera moves during, well, not just the action, but just so much action in the movie. The camera movement in it. There's this whole thing where over the lift, and one of them's accidentally killed a cop. The two yeah. guys, one of them's killed a cop, and the other one's trying to convince him, you didn't, don't worry, he's fine, you didn't hear him. Like, all, there's all of this stuff going on during the shootout at the end. It's just, it is absolutely, I mean, I, it's on my pile. I must, I can't believe I haven't watched it again recently. I've, I've got the, the Blu ray from Germany. That's- and I need, to, just, I need to have that back. It's just awesome. It's awesome. Um, yeah. So let me tell you, the, the, the since we started recording this, the two films that I've put on my shortlist and taken off my shortlist. Mm. <laughs> um, yep. Because, like, I had Karate Kid because of its influence on me. And I was like, mm, yeah. maybe not. And then I was like, fuck, I'm going to kick one in for the low budget um, wing sure, of the of fame. Um, and I, I, for a moment, I put Stone Cold in. Oh, I love that movie, yeah. But... I can't build a Hall of Fame without putting and in... And also, well, before you go, 
to be fair, Stone Cold is not a low budget movie normally. Like it was no. a proper theatrical movie. Yeah, yeah. But I love yeah. that movie. I love that movie. I love that movie. It just feels like budget, which is fun. yeah, I love it. Um, yeah, <laughs> yeah. However, I'm gonna have to go with my heart. And like, and I'm not, and I'm even putting this one in above Top Gun, which I think actually stands as a great action movie, simply for the fact that no film has ever bettered the aerial combat itself that Top Gun That's ever. Fair. Yeah, I can't, can't disagree. However, I'm not putting that on the list either. Um, the film that I'm putting on there is another great ensemble movie. Ooh. It has. It's got a legendary producer. It's got an amazing cast. It's bucket load of one-liners. It's not actually that much of an action film, weirdly, when you look at it on reflection, but it's quotable, it's funny, it's batshit mental. It's got Malkovich, it's got Reigns, it's got Chappelle, <laughs> it's got Buscemi, <laughs> Trejo, Kusa, Meanie. Before you name it, before you name it, we have to say what it is. It is the best in-action film. Yeah, that's exactly it. It's the best in-action film ever. It is. It is the best in-action film. Ever. And if you're going to watch this movie, you're going to have to put the bunny back in the box. That is the yes. rule. Um, of course, it's it's none other than fucking Con Air, which is, it's, it's peak. And I know this wasn't Don Simpson. This was after Simpson died. But this is peak Simpson. Oh, but Brockheim. it's still, it's Simpson. Brockheim. Yeah, it's still Simpson. Brockheim. It is. Also, Nick, like, Ch- Nick, Nick Chinland is fantastic in it. Yeah. Nick Chinland's I mean, but if you, if you track, right, like Bruckheimer, Simpson Bruckheimer, like you go through like obviously Top Gun and you've got like Beverly Hills Cop and then you've got like like um, The Rock and these are all brilliant films. But it's, it's not until you get to Con Air where all of those elements just slam together to make a peak version of that movie and then they forgot to put action in it which is just fucking hysterical well to the point where they did a reshoot at the end to have that to have that chase <laughs> like, <Yeah. it's> like, <laughs> and it feels like the most like tacked on ending ever it, is. it feels like a completely different movie it doesn't make any like just but the idea that they, they, that they get cage and cusack together is really cool like everything in that final chase is good but it just does not feel like part of the movie whatsoever no not like, at all and I almost want to see the film that doesn't have that at the end. I get it. Because, you could just have them crash and then just meet up and then just have the epilogue. It would pretty yeah. much work. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, which which would totally be it. The, the plane crashes in Vegas, like the police come on, arrest whoever's left. Exactly, exactly. Cusack like, gets uh, um Malkovich gets shot by by who by probably Cusack and Cage at the same Kuzak time. Maybe, yeah, probably I think like I think that. it's one of those moments where they throw a gun to each other. Kuzak, Meany, and <laughs> yeah, just and, and, like nine different directions, and and that's it, and that that's like boom, and that's the end. But no, it is just there. It's a it's an inaction film, but it's yeah. it is it's just fucking so much fun. It's ever watchable. It is ever watchable. It's one of those ones where I, I felt like I'd been gypped for the first time. I, I mean, I enjoyed it, but I did feel <laughs> like I'd been gypped. But the more you think about it, the more it's just it's just a superb movie. It's just a great movie. And the score by Mark Mancina and Trevor Redman is superb. I, I often listen to superb. the Con Air theme yeah, whilst superb. I'm in the car. It's superb. It's, it's superb. brilliant. Yeah, um, it's great. And yeah, and I get it. I get why why people might not like it. I, I absolutely get it. I get why people... Yeah, I, I totally get all that. But 
<laughs> it's it's yeah, she kept, such she a good cast. Like even yeah. if you even if you like just forget everything else and just focus on the fact that it has again, if you look at that peak cast, that yeah. is probably the nineties peak cast. Wait, are you looking at it all trio? Yeah, I mean, it probably lacked. The only thing it probably lacked is you could put Travolta in it, and then you'd just be like. Tick, 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 tick. But Travolta could easily have played Malkovich's part or whatever. Like, he just he could easily insert Travolta into one of those roles. Yeah, anyway. and in fact, it probably works better for Aaron. So, our first six films in the Hall of Fame. What a quirky list of movies we've put together. Uh, Point Break, <laughs> Aliens, Commando, of course. It was never going to not be. Uh, the Cannibal <laughs> Run, Hard Boiled and Con Air. Each year oh, we're going to have to selection. pick one. <laughs> it's like right. how, there's, how a fine, there's a fine selection of movies there. If you were to there's do, yeah, if you were to do a back to back, like a two day at the uh, Prince Charles, and that was the lineup, <laughs> yeah, I'd be like, we having a moon. Yeah. I, by oh, the way, the Prince Charles the has it. to do Cannibal Run at some point. I'm, I, I put it on the wall all the time. <laughs> I put it on the wall, both of them just now immediately, please. Like, yeah, um, I don't even care if it's number two. Number two is equally no, as fun. Sure. Um, but not as good. But not as good. Nowhere <laughs> near as good, no. Uh, okay, well, it does add Sinatra, though, which which adds a whole new level of... Like, True. And he doesn't even look like... When you look at the film well, a bit, well, he doesn't like he was you know, there. Well, Frank, you know, it's never for us. Not this time, <laughs> Frank. It's so funny. <laughs> so funny. <clears throat> you, you can call me Frank. Thanks. You can't call me Frank. <laughs> okay, so just just while we're on, just while we're here, and for anyone listening, <clears throat> Aliens separately <clears throat> at the um at the Prince Charles. It's the thirty fifth anniversary. So it's basically the Commando thing. Oh 35th wow! Anniversary Director's Cup, thirteenth to the seventeenth of June, and it's uh well it's different times. It's four forty five, two fifty five, twelve fifty five. Anyway, if you could do thirteenth, fourteenth, fifteenth, or seventeenth of June. Anyone listening, let us know. <laughs> and uh, we'll go. In fact, it's actually on the 16th as well, but it's part of the double bill with Alien. So it's yeah. actually on from the 13th to the 17th I of June. I will check my work diary and see what I can do. It oh. will be absolutely awesome. So that is, that's it for this episode of the podcast. Uh, that was a fun one. Uh, Ross, where can our lovely audience find out more about you? Should you wish to pursue me? Uh, is at, fuck, I don't even know my name. At Ross Boyask. <laughs> At Ross Boyask and all the social media things. Uh, please also follow at Evo Films UK on all the social media things for Evolutionary Films. We are releasing films through the year, which is great. Uh, and then like also films. for, we do, we like films. Uh, and at Vengeance Film UK to follow the exploits of uh, the action movie franchise I write and direct and things. Cool. And www.filsgroupreview.co.uk for more on this podcast. And you can follow us on social Twitter and uh, Instagram are now both the same, which is Phil Quick Review, because I realise it's wow. just so much less complicated to do it that way. So Phil Quick Review uh, for both, which is um, you know, awesome. So you can very much easily find us on both. Other than that, we look forward to seeing you next time, uh, where myself and Ross would have actually been back to the future. No, back to the cinema. <laughs> Shit. I always get those two confused. Um, but either way, we're going to be back. Uh, to the, the cinema and we're going to see films and it's going to be amazing <laughs> you just said it a minute ago did I say what did I say we're going to be back like just the fact that you kind of stumbled again by saying we're going to be back to the uh... <laughs> fuck it we're going to be back to something right I don't know what it right. is but we'll be back right. and it'll be great fun and I can't I genuinely can't wait like 
And even if the yeah. film turns out to be shit, it'd be great. Uh, but thanks for listening. We'll be back. Um, and uh, yeah, uh, take care of yourselves and go support cinemas um, because, you know, Please do. Please we need do. them back. We do. And, and that's it. Bye. Cheery bye. <laughs>